Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? I uh, reduced the level on it so I could pass that. One. I, that's yeah. the thing, and that's it. I know I can reduce the level. But there's that thing in my my but it gamer brain that goes. It, it took me like anything. 80 BDAs too, yeah. before I was like, I finally did. I just want to get yeah. past it. My yeah. pride won't let me do yeah. it. But uh, I have spent 20 plus hours last week making characters. I've got. Like, <laughs> I saw that every time I log on to Xbox. The Frogger is online. Cold Caliber character creation. Yep. I have fourteen plus new characters. Oh my gosh! Oh Jesus! I think like fifteen new characters. Yeah. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number one thirty-seven. I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff, Commander K, and just Michael. All right, we're talking Soul Caliber five. So fourteen characters. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? Right now? Yeah. Mm, my favorite character that I've made right now. Still the strap. <laughs> yeah, probably the strap. strap. He's gotta be my no. favorite. <laughs> I had nightmares when you pulled out the strap. When you pulled out the, the strap. strap. Let me oh. oh my gosh! So wow. the Soul Caliber character creation uh, uh, gives you so many amazing <laughs> options, and I made a guy with a giant wiener, and it's pretty awesome. He's called the Strap, and oh he will gosh. fuck you up. Yeah, ever since you went to, was it Volo? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. I made him a Voldo version as well. Voldo version as well? It's so gross. How do you yeah. do those rolls with get, a big old straight ball? It's insane looking. It's a giant leather-wrapped wiener. It's something else. And then what's her name with the sword and shield has that special grab oh, where she yeah. pulls you down on top of her. and Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so. gives you a knee to the nuts. Yeah. Like, that was actually the strap's weakness. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I was in a fight. That. I was in a fight where the strap actually got it all broken. Uh, with the, you know, you can have the machine. You busted it off. Yeah, it can. You, you can. They can break, break your equipment. Uh, oh, your equipment, your equipment yeah. off, yeah. and it shatters your equipment. And yeah, so the strap was strapless, <laughs> and he looked just like a normal dude. <laughs> I still think it was funny when uh, somebody put your dick in the dirt, literally. Yeah, figured the strap was face down face on down the ground. It's crazy. Bury the Wang. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. That character creation is awesome. I've had a lot of fun with I it. Can't a good friend of mine has made a couple Conans. He's made a King Conan and a Barbarian Conan. Really? Yeah. Fun. They look really yeah, good. That, uh, yeah, a friend of mine said that the if you're just getting it for the character creation, the full price is probably not worth it. And he, he was like, wait for the discount to come along and then buy it, but... It will be forty bucks before too long, yeah. Yeah. but it is awesome. I got it when it was uh, there was a twenty dollars gift card for Target. So that helps. I went ahead and just bit the bullet, and I had a little cash on hand, so that was what pushed me over the edge. Was twenty bucks, so it was like I was paying forty. The only problem for waiting is by the time I get it, you guys will be over it and on to the next new hot. That day. is a problem. No. That is a problem. No. And I'll be left out in the cold man. I got myself. Forty characters, no, twenty characters already, and there's still thirty more slots. Now, I'm gonna fill every slot. I can almost guarantee it. You're also talking to Paul, who still plays Cold Sep. So there is. <laughs> you know some. what I mean? I get, yeah. If I really like a game, you're it's gonna, got some. You're longevity. gonna fill every slot, Paul. I'll fill every slot <laughs> and every if I hole. Had a nickel. Oh jeez. Yep. <laughs> Every dark slot. Let's see. I don't want to tell you all the guys I've got. I want you to see them. I want to okay, unveil them yeah, okay, online. That's fine. That's fine. I just, uh, well, we've seen Skeletor in the strap. Yep. Uh, um, I got a couple more Masters of the Universe characters. Some no. Fucking dope. I you? I haven't seen no your uh, Triclops since you said you, you've tweaked him out it. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and, and I'm getting, I'm, I'm up to like 75% of all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and so that's I've, not including what you can buy. That's, and I don't know if it is or not. Uh, <laughs> like, I bought the two little download packs, which don't have a ton of 
stuff, but there's some. And I'm waiting for the other the two more packs or so. But I've seen some previews now when I'm fighting guys. Have you seen the oh. turtle backpack and stuff and the chicken? Oh, no, I haven't seen the turtle backpack. <laughs> There's like I a turtle. The, like the, uh, he sells me with every bread sentence. Basket. I know, I know. <laughs> it sounds like a, like yes, a yes, joke yes. There's a bread basket. I, so that stuff's still coming out. Yeah. I think that's later DLC. Uh, but uh, there's a like a there was a guy that a fought. There was a guy I fought with a turtle. It looked they made him look kind of like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh wow! And with enough tweaking, it could be very close to a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yep. Teenage Ooh. Alien. Ninja hey Turtle. hey whoa yeah, right. whatever whoa. Uh. But he, he was also fighting me with uh, a pair of drumsticks, which I think were aeons <laughs> instead of. Uh, Instead, Instead of, of uh, axes? dual axes, it was two drumsticks, two huh. chicken drumsticks. So yeah. <laughs> oh, chicken drumsticks, not yeah. like. Oh, okay. No, no, I was no, like, no, I was thinking no, like no, Neil no, Pert no, drummer. No, 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 Rush. no, no, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Big Neil chicken, Pert chicken drumsticks or, or or ham hocks. <laughs> I couldn't tell exactly. They looked like you were getting beat with meat. So, yeah, I was getting beat with meat. So I called <laughs> in the strap and I fixed that shit real quick. Fill those slots. So so you beat him with bigger meat then. You beat the meat. I got. I guess I got to start. Double saving those on the cloud so we can play those characters here or something because I don't know. I love it. I love that fucking system. Just hours and hours lost. The character creation is pretty fun. I think so it's worthwhile good. for that. Plus, I was using it. I used a gift card to buy mine. So Your Robin was pretty good. It. I yeah. like my Robin. It's just fun to and play. I'm with that character. So. It's just fun to play online versus with friends who have good, cool creations. It's yeah. neat. Yeah. yeah. So that's the. I will say it's gotten my brain churning of what I can do with it. Yeah. So I'm. I'm, I'm I hope you get I have, it. I hope I, you pick it up because right. it is the shit. I, I won't let nightmare scare me off. Didn't we have fun the other night playing? We for did. Hours? We have a ball. We so, did. I haven't heard time. him laugh that hard in a while. He I was turning his microphone he off was, <laughs> when I brought the strap out. He lost <laughs> his fucking mind. Yeah. Oh, I was I was hacking up lungs. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't breathe there for a little bit. He was laughing so hard. So hard. Well, it looks really, really gross. It looks really <laughs> gross. It looks like it's a big old dick. It's nasty. It was with the gun shoved up his ass. Is that just part of? Is that just part of the? Okay. So, so it's the, oh, did it? Is this the, the other week when I left? The piece, early? the piece that I used for the shaft is That's a it, gun, yeah. right? Okay. So it's this big leather-clad gun that you're supposed to just like have at your side or whatever. But I just put it. So it's like it's just this, it's the leather case of a gun. Okay. Thick, so it looks straight up like a veiny. Anyway, yeah, it does. And, but but where you put it on him, sticking out of his crotch, the way you place it so that it doesn't you don't see the beginnings of where the gun tucks into the beginning of the holster at the front of his crotch you have to put it back so far that the butt of the gun and the handle stick out his ass so i paint but you can but the paint modifications are such that you can change the color of the handle and the color of the thing doesn't change is different so he's got a like a flesh colored uh front part of the gun and then a purple dildo colored (laughs) handle part of the gun sticking out of his butt so it looks like a big old purple wang sticking out his rear rubber wang it's pretty oh and he has has a butterfly tattoo on his left on his his right butt cheek yeah i know a girl that's got one in that same space i'll never be able to look at that the right way the same way again forever corrupted by the strap wow thanks so much paul have you have you taken that online with like strangers no way uh, (laughs) all right I don't want the fucking band hammer coming down on me. <laughs> Although I don't know honestly what they could do. I'm I'm not going against terms of service. Right. I'm utilizing the product as as given. But I also well I don't know. I would hate to be the guy who causes that 
feature functionality to be removed. You don't want to be a story yeah. on the yeah. end of the couch yeah, show. Geek shop. Well, yeah. I remember some earlier. You're using it in like a way that Halo wasn't intended, stuff, when though. You could Not make really. Your, when you could make your own clan tag or clan emblem, and they oh, yeah. actually modded that because they said everybody was everybody's making, making swastikas and penises. Yeah, yeah. Which is what? Which? But that. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> what? That's it. I was just having this conversation uh, yesterday uh, when the. Um, Journey video game came out. The Rock Band Journey. Oh yeah. The arcade or the uh, the arcade. Okay. The arcade, and they had the oh, digitized faces. Right. They did. They do had this. their digitized faces on there, and the early test models of the game ha- came with a camera. So when you got a high score, you put your picture of your face on the scoreboard next to your initials. Right. That was a feature. But in these test markets, they came in to check out the games after a week of testing, and it was all dicks. <laughs> pictures of penises <laughs> you know on the fucking scoreboard and, and they thought for sure no one would ever do that because it's an open cabinet yeah so it's not you like get, you're, just, you're in private you doing stood this, up right? and yeah. took and stuck your dick in front of the camera <laughs> yeah but that's wow. but well that's the you know precursor to internet age that's what you do if there's a digital camera you put your dick in front of it <laughs> that's, that's what we do that's what chat roulette is yeah sure man that shit's Prove on it cave over, walls fuck it man again. that's life <laughs> They're, they're just... Man. Life is the dick in the camera. Well, it's... I mean, you know, there's there's Chinese and, uh, and and Japanese ceremonies where they drag phalluses down the street. The maypole is a big dick. You know what I mean? This stuff is not new. Mm-hmm. Symbols of all this stuff. In fact, mm. I was out working on the strip uh, just uh, this week, and a pack of guys had two giant inflatable penises. <clears throat> I mean, it had to be five foot long penises just walking down the strip wagging their penises oh, around really? you know wow and and, I, and i'm out there doing my thing and they come and start to get in my face and i'm in front of caesar's and they're like they're like ho 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 what's up what's up and i go guys it's caesar's palace not caesar's phallus uh, <laughs> take your foul eye and leave and then they beat you with the and they were like shut up nerd <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's. I don't know what that word you said was, but you're a nerd. I, I think they got it. They seem to be fairly, fairly erudite for wagging around giant five foot cocks. You should have been. Wow, that's... Here's here's the ugly couch. <laughs> Check it out. Bar. It's right up your alley. I wanted to. I wanted to be like, here you got guys. Totally listen to me. And go see I, the... I am your god. And go see the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. Any other geeky things we need to know about, gentlemen? Mm. I do want to mention uh, the um, the Atomic Test Museum. Okay. Uh, yesterday, it is neat. Started. Have you seen it? I've been there. Uh, well, it's been about six months since I was there last. Oh, but, but they just did. A, they're opening a Area Fifty One exhibit. Ooh, oh, fun! Yeah. So I saw cool. some uh, previews from that online. I saw one of our uh, former uh, co-workers, the uh, Alien Warrior, was there. I want to go do yeah, eventually. They have that that uh, bus trip to the area or to the Nevada test site, which is um, right next to Area Fifty One. But would There's you like want an to go there? To, yeah, get uh, radiated. The radiation levels are well below what. Uh, I mean, if they had just set off a weapon, of course I would not go there. Okay, hey, but you got to remember that the, the last above ground test was over thirty years ago. Come on, if it's good Actually, enough for the Duke, ago, it's right? good enough for Jeff. It's yeah. all it's all been underground. But yeah, I mean, 
it's the radiation exposure is like having two x-rays in a year now okay so if you if you go to the dentist and get a series of x-rays you're exposed more to more than radiation you. than you would be by going out there so don't go if you've been to the dentist no <laughs> it's too much and don't go to the dentist there it is There's the but trap. the reason i thought about I that, that is because very originally there is a uh when they when you go on that trip there was pictures of it where you go on that that bus tour and you actually drive by one of the entrances to area 51. oh really the black mailbox entrance no the, it's oh. uh it's only accessible from the Nevada test site. Oh, okay. So it's not the, it's uh, kind of the not not the not the the black mailbox road. That's like on the other side. Of, but, okay. Uh, but yeah, Atomic Testing Museum is really cool. I want to go check there it out. A now times. they got the uh, alien exhibit or the Area Fifty One exhibit, so I'm excited for it. Finally, I have to go so, back. If you're Do in Vegas, check it out. Play some kiss golf. That's on my list now. I know. I want to go play kiss mini golf. It's gonna be awesome. Is it with Mini Kiss? Uh, there's, uh, I think they were supposed kiss? to be there for the opening. I don't Mini know if kiss they actually was, uh, showed up or not. But, uh, uh, I know that uh, both Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons were there. Okay, so Stanley and, was uh, there. In fact, there's footage of a uh, the first marriage because there is a Kiss wedding chapel yeah, there right as there. well. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the, apparently Paul Stanley is just like the, the look on his face is why is this happening? Why why on earth is the of all the things? And of course, Simmons is into it, but Stanley just won't, isn't having it. Well, I, isn't that I relationship actually, with the two of those guys, like Gene Simmons will come up with the idea, or be approached with the licensing, and he says, hey, Paul, let's license this, and he's kind of like, oh, why not? Isn't that kind of <laughs> like the, 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 the way things run now? <laughs> That's so it's, their it next gets album. his cut. Well, next I album, mean, Kiss, yeah. oh, why not? The two Probably of them not. are the ones that make the most am, money oh, off not? of it. I am 70% sure I saw uh, Paul Stanley walking around with his son uh, oh, yeah? on the strip a couple of weeks ago. That yeah. would be about right. Well, yeah. I saw them I, a couple weeks ago. I was actually driving down South Las Vegas Boulevard, and the traffic was hell. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And people were rubbernecking because there was a wedding party at the Las Vegas sign, and there were four kiss guys and they were actually separate from everyone else and just the way they were standing and talking by their physical um their their physicality i was like i almost think that's them and they were doing some kind of i don't know photo shoot or something but if there was that first wedding thing maybe that was part of the package were they in makeup they were in full makeup and gear i'll bet you it was the hungarian kiss uh cover band band. that was playing at the oh yeah they got they won like Number one Kiss cover band, right? Yeah, there was a big contest at the Hard Rock Hotel and all these Kiss cover bands to be able to be the one to play at the opening of Kiss Mini Golf. Oh, okay. Well, you know why they won? Because they were hungry for it. Shit. Hey. News you don't give a shit about. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Don't forget Game of Thrones starts this weekend. Oh. Oh, I love that fucking show. You know, if you need an update, there's like a 22-minute recap that's online that you can watch i've watched those episodes twice each already i i love that show love that show and it's supposed to only get crazier this season well i'm 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 on edge about it and i'm excited have you read the books i have not read the books see i can't i gotta finish i'm just starting to well he and uh, torgo and barry told me i didn't need to read the books to enjoy the series and they've been right so far because it pretty much sticks right to it yeah well george rr martin's happy Mm -hmm. with them so i mean Yep. As long as he's happy with them, you know, why not? Happy. Yep. Anyway, sorry I interrupted. No, that's you. all right. That's good news. 
Then, so let's go to bad news. Uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark oh boy. is uh, raking in the dough on Broadway these days. But things didn't always look so rosy with the show. This is not so much news as a, more of what could have been. Got, I was so intrigued. And, the ugly couch show, what if? Yeah, this is the what if. This is what it could have been. Tamor's original ending came out this week. During a continued legal battle over her firing from the production last March, in February, her union, the Stage Directors and Choreographer Society, locked down the settlement that gave her nearly $10,000 for every week the show runs. But Tamor's original suit, claiming that she's owed royalties because producers <laughs> are still using her ideas, is still in court. Producers, of course, have countersued, claiming that the final show bears little resemblance to the show Tamor originally wrote, and that's where this ending comes in. It's part of a two-and-a-half-page treatment that Tamor submitted to the producers when she first started working on the show, outlining her original story concept in a huge divergence from Spider-Man canon. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Tamor's treatment centers on the complicated relationship between Spidey and the spider goddess Arachne. <sighs> Quote, Arachne. She uh, yeah, is the... Really yeah, complicated she, relationship. Non-existent. <laughs> she is the weaver of the world's wide web, and her ultimate goal is to come out from the shadows to shine once more, oh, Tamor wrote man. in the treatment. Part of the countersuit producers have filed against Tamor is the claim that she made Arachne too central to the story in the show's early and critically panned previews. She then refused to make changes when she was asked to pull back on the spider goddess shenanigans, so a new writer was hired to clean the show up, minimize Arachne, and take out other assorted weirdness, like the Green Goblin being defeated early in Act 1, only to show up perfectly healthy again in Act 2. Quote, why? Because he can, Tamor said, because he is woven out of the imagination and now can return in nightmares and daydreams. But who created these supervillains? At first, we don't know or care, unquote. Tamor's original ending for the show is featured in the treatment, but never made it to the stage. It's a final confrontation between Arachne and Spider-Man while Spidey's girlfriend, Mary Jane, looks on. Peter Parker is finally about to kiss the spider goddess in what Tamor describes as a full sexual human embrace, but then drops down, hanging by a web, and kisses Mary Jane instead. Arachne is none too happy with this. She lunges at the couple. Peter bites Mary Jane on the neck just before Arachne attacks him and knocks him back into her web. Then, Mary Jane, who now has spider uh, powers thanks oh to Peter's Lord. bite attacks Arachne. The last line in the treatment is, quote, the story unravels. We are left dangling by a thread? Unquote. Paul looks like somebody just wow. kicked his inner child in the junk. Wow. <laughs> he has yeah, this really? look of yeah, despair look, on his face. You look tired. Stupid. <laughs> Fucking stupid. God damn it. Although, so bullet dodged. Well, hearing that Restores my faith in my creative abilities. One hundred percent. I yes. Good lord. So I, I have to give props that it is yeah. now a success. Mm. Just on the yeah financially. Financially, uh, I can't say as to whether the show is any good still. Who but, knows? But, but it's but not that exactly. It's that's not <laughs> that that Twilight kind of crap. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, is that the selling point on the show now? Is like Spider Man, turn off the dark. At least it's not this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. It could have been, been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. There's the there's that's the, the advertisement. Spider Man, turn off the dark. 
It could have been worse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, dude, it, it, you're never going to have that Spider-Man has this answered. huge rogues gallery. It's the same bullshit that uh, Trek uh, did with Enterprise. It's like, just play with what you've got. Stay in the fucking sandbox. Yeah. That's, you don't need Arachne. Do Black Cat. Yeah. Do... Mm-hmm. You know, well, it sounds like a classic case of she had her own story to tell, and she and would just use the. It's Spider-Man, a classic case of the Spider-Man look at the brand power of the vagina. It. Boo hiss! <laughs> look at this awesome woman villain balls. Get out of my sight with your <laughs> bullshit. Oh, right. and I believe Arachne's still in the show. Is she? Yeah, but she's not so like a. But she's not like a right? major. She's just the spider. Yeah, she's yeah, not she's... like a major part now, right? Yeah, whatever. She's got her own song. song. Yeah, about yeah. Sh- about shoes or some shit. I like shoes. <laughs> I'm a spider lady. I like shoes, and I'm also a spider. I'm Look at my closet. It is full of shoes. Look at my shoes. They're full of spider webs and eggs. That's where I keep my webs and eggs in my shoes. You don't give a shit about. <laughs> Ever since he let loose the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles might be reimagined as aliens in his <laughs> new live action film. <laughs> this fucking guy. Dire- <laughs> Director Michael he Bay. digs his own grave. Has been doing damage control. Yeah, of course he has. To calm down upset fans worried... It will ruin the beloved franchise. <laughs> now, with word leaked that the title may be tweaked from the moniker we know and love, Bay has chimed in to let you know it wasn't his fault. <laughs> Apparently, rumors that the film will simply be called Ninja Turtles are true. And, sure. And Bay says it wasn't his decision to shorten the title. Was Paramount it? Marketing changed the name. You he know posted what they're... on his oh. official forum. They made the title simple. Uh, the move isn't shocking. It echoes Di- re- uh, Disney's recent confusing attempt to tweak the simple. John Carter There's of the Mars word. title. Simple. To less simple films yeah. for simple people. Oh! Yeah. So this is, also, they're John Cartering it. Basically. Also, they're finding ways to go around uh, previous licenses and shit. Well, Eastman and Laird still hold the, the title for that, or the hold the... The trademark for the actual physical yeah, yeah, name, yeah, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. So I'm they out. still get royalties, I would imagine, from every single time that goes into print yeah, or well, any yeah, kind no, of media. Just, but swiggling. they own the license to it, so that's moot in this case. Sure. Well, for the first movie, but then by the time the second movie comes out, lawyer boys go, look, these are guys from Alien Space and dumb and not the same. These aren't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're yeah. just Ninja Turtles. They're yeah. Teenage from Alien Ninja Turtles. Taint. <laughs> teenage alien ninja turtles teenage alien ninja turtles taint on a half shell Ooh, <laughs> there it is that's fucking it's sour uh, <laughs> that's awesome it is taint it is. turtle sour this movie is tainted Boo. Glory Tonight I dine on turtle taint. There's a whole new there, meaning Shredder. to the character Shredder. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, my taint. Oh, man. Cowafunka. <laughs> God. <laughs> and that's it for the shit news. That's all I got there. So let's go on a weekend geek, gentlemen. I wonder if they're going to see their balls. (laughs) 
What? Well, okay, please. Well, Real, just because that's what Michael Bay likes to do. He stuck balls on Transformers. I'll probably stick balls on the turtles. They're they're male turtles. Yeah. They put big yeah. balls and a wiener on them. Kids love balls. They love it. They're going to have balls. some scene where they take off their shell and hang it on the, probably. the wall. And, and yeah, April, a, a, April will walk in and you're like, yeah. oh my. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a silhouetted shower scene. Oh, God. Dude, I'm totally out of my shell. Whoa. Michelangelo, you have a giant turtle wiener. <laughs> Sorry, April, dude. April, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it gives me a headache just thinking about it. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> but, fuck it. Teenage Alien Ninja Turtles. <laughs> what happened to the second Imagi movie? Was that thing, I mean, that thing made boatloads of cash. Weren't they going to make it a sequel? They were supposed to have been, and I don't know what Probably happened. Probably someone to it. else nabbed that license. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was yeah, good. The CG Best one was incarnation very good. I... of the Turtles I've seen. Probably since the original card, uh, comic book. And the Sarah Michelle Geller voiceover didn't bother you any. You got to let some things go. <laughs> All right, we can geek. New York Senator Chuck Schumer has joined Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal. Am I going to want to hear this? Yes, in digging deeper into the recent stories about companies invading the privacy of people they might hire. This has started happening more and more. Someone conducting a job interview visits the interviewee's Facebook page, and if the profile is set to private, meaning that no one can see it while merely browsing the internet, the person is asked either to log in to their profile so the interviewer can see it, or hand over their login information. This process, which is against Facebook's term of service to begin with, prompted lawmakers in Maryland to propose laws on the state level to block companies from doing this. Blumenthal had already started looking into this on the national level. A former state gen attorney general, he believed the practice is a, quote, unreasonable invasion of privacy and might have to draft a bill soon. He says that besides it being downright snoopy, it's just unfair to make someone in the vulnerable position of looking for employment turn over information to their private profile. Some people have reported being asked for their passwords for email, not just social networks. That's insane. Yeah. And since making a potential employee take a polygraph test is also illegal... Blumenthal believes that asking for login information to seek information that isn't publicly available is just unfair. And now Blumenthal and Schumer are asking the Department of Justice and Equal Opportunity Employment Commission to begin an investigation into whether this practice actually violates federal law. If it only vaguely does or a solid interpretation is really present, they will work together to draft a new law and make it cut and dry. As of right now, the most that can happen is a lawsuit by Facebook. And that's... The login information, and that's the login information that's being requested. Uh, Facebook has made the threat, but is not actively pursuing any companies. Ars, Te Ars Technica also points out that these complaints were made in 2009 and 2010, and one of the companies has stopped asking people for their information. Another still asks people to, quote, volunteer their information. And if you're searching for a job, what an out. asshole thing to do. Volunteer. Yeah. Will you volunteer information? No. No job. <laughs> yeah. I went into a job interview recently. It was actually kind of interesting. And uh, I was all prepared to tell them to fuck off. And uh, they actually uh, showed me their privacy statement. And they actually say, we don't ask for login information. We don't ask for yourself. In exchange, if you're hired, however, this was interesting. They said, we ask that you don't talk about us on your site. Even even to the point of saying that you work for us, just just leave it totally off there. That's and I was like, 
I get that. That's a that's a fair exchange. Fair I'm, I'm yeah. totally. But I was also just, and it's really funny because I was at first while I'm reading it, I'm thinking, wow. I'm going to go on Facebook and talk about how these people said, don't ask, you know, I won't ask for your information. And then I find out, oh, if I'm hired, I can't talk about them. So it was kind of ironic. Yeah. But it was, it was actually That's pretty cool. It's a fair cool. give and take. Yeah, it's sure. It's good. It's good. It's so, nice to see that there are, there are places that are going in the opposite direction without legal push yeah and that's that's a fair request as long as you i mean if you have a page to not talk about the company you work for because if you consider you're as an employee you are a representative of that company and if you are whether it's truthfully or untruthfully representing what happened to you at that company mm -hmm. you are representing what that company is to other people or what your experiences were at other people. And, and I think it's... And that is, like, it's, it's like if you were to go in front of your manager, tell, like, a guest, you know, uh, or, you know, a client, you know, this company sucks, you, you don't ever want to work here, the people that, you know, we hire are ridiculous, you know, or if you said any of those kind of things, yes. of course you're going to get fired on the spot. Well, there's... Because you're, you're There's also the fact that that stuff is kind of like public record yeah. now. Yeah, and exactly. And in lawsuits and stuff, that could come back to bite you on the butt. We Absolutely. all have a friend on Facebook where I sometimes wince because she's eased up now, but for a while she was walking a ragged edge in terms of complaining about work environment publicly on Facebook. Yeah, so. it's, it's something you don't really want to do. I mean, I realize, you know, if you've got a blog or and you feel like you need to vent about things, that's one thing, but I mean, it's Any, it's it's not worth your job. Anytime you know? I get passionate and want to write something online, I go, "Well, I'm passionate and I want to write something online. I better not." <laughs> yeah, like that's that's yeah. as simple yep. as that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, if I'm feeling passionate feelings about something, no. The only things I write passionately about now are like shared videos of things I enjoy, and I go, "This is great." That's it. I only put up things on Facebook put that I joy. really, really that like. It tends to be the safest impulse. Yeah. If, you're, yeah. if it's a happy impulse, mm -hmm. go for it. Although you may get the troll shitting on you, but still. I don't care. If, exactly. if it's something I really like and enjoy, I'll post it up. Yeah. Uh, if it's something really cool and something I believe in. And, I, you know, I'm not, not to the point of, I'm not going to censor myself to the point of, you know, all my opinions and everything going to be completely shielded. If I feel really strongly about something, I'll speak. But, but at the same time, yeah, my... My social networking is there to get people to come to my classes and to just keep in touch with friends a little bit. Yeah. Not to, yeah. I don't and to get people to watch the show. And uh -huh. to get people to watch the show, yeah, as best <laughs> we can. But uh, Not you know. soapbox it. Like people no. watching now. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, viewers. Thanks. So <laughs> glad to have your eyes listeners. with us tonight. Watch it, viewers and listeners. <laughs> Some of you are very confused right now. Yeah. The I thought I was scrolling around the site looking, where's the video at? <laughs> Wait, what's going on? Geek shock all this time. Mm -hmm. The Hollywood Reporter asked the market research firm Penn Schoen Berland to help them conduct a poll on entertainment. The findings were based on a survey of 750 social network users aged 13 to 49. But the poll found that the majority of 18 to 34-year-olds believe using social media while watching a movie in a theater would add to their experience. <laughs> and nearly half would be interested in going to theaters that allowed... Allowed texting and web surfing. Good. Let them go to those theaters and let those theaters be firebombed. What a bunch of shit. Holy God. You know what? I, 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 you would take a step forward actually positively, at least on the texting front, if they would actually create like a theater mode where it's black background with uh, light writing. And so 
each individual smartphone doesn't become this glowy flashlight in the dark. Oh, Your man. eye may still respond to the lights, but that right there could take a step. And if they were to do something like that and do, this is a texting theater, I'd be like, good, go there. Send your yourself. phones to theater mode. Yeah, I mean, but it, I, I just, the, the, because I don't even care that someone is you know, texting or whatever, that glowy light is infuriating. That it, people just can't take two hours to just go, all right, disconnected. The switch off, well, man. If you, Turn the no, fucking the thing, phone off. Where my mind went as Torgo was reading this is, I'm watching this movie. Oh, the scene where blah, blah, blah happened. That was really cool. You know what would, you know. If you're like doing that while you're watching the movie, I could almost see uh, that being kind of fun and, and sort of a, 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 a an audience commentary. In a journalistic sense? Journalistic or just in the social interactive sense. You know, you're tweeting kind of live away. live blogging? Sure, sure. But... You know, that's the context I would go into. If it's, uh, you know. Who the fuck would read those tweets? Who would want to? Oh, oh there's, Jesus, there's Paul. People. people are reading anything. They're, they're, people the are reading f- anything nowadays. There's people that like fuck? to live tweet the Oscars and live tweet different I, I, oh, sure, I get live sure. tweeting the well, Oscars. It's the same thing, just, you know, but, there you on go. a smaller scale in some point. See, Mike's oh, younger. He, he understands. Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah. It's like, oh, look at this movie. Oh, I'm watching a movie. If, oh, oh, how about, how about yeah. that special yeah. moment of fuck this shit i'm out of here <laughs> forever uh, before you even leave the theater no, uh, well i will say one of see no I, never I text be, in passion it's <laughs> it's when i'm yes yeah, when i'm out there no the, my best moment is captured was captured on rick's cell phone when i left that message after this oh, the, the matrix? second matrix film <laughs> <laughs> like, they killed the franchise <laughs> fuck that movie Fuck it. <laughs> now, you could have been doing that during the movie. They're killing the franchise. You forgot about oh, the part where you another. let into the message. The Matrix sucks. That's right. <laughs> it, did, it did. That was a... Te- oh, God. Oh, I remember. That was awesome because you so you were so in love with that he first was, movie. First movie's you, brilliant. You were just... Oh, and boy, you came out of that second Didn't you go one see that with the yums? That's yeah, the, the yeah. second one, yeah. Because like, like, I remember coming out of the theater. Yeah, because Douglas Rick was I, still holding hope. And I'm like, buddy, you, we did not see the same flick here. This is a piece of shit. Because I remember Rick and I coming out of the theater. And, and he's like, he's like, oh, I got voicemail from Paul. <laughs> and he's like, puts it on his finger. He's like, what? <laughs> he kept that thing for years. Yeah, he did. Too. He kept that. <laughs> Until he got like he a kept, new phone. He kept that satellite song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> BioWare co-founder and general manager, Dr. Ray Mazukia, directly addressed the controversy of Mass Effect 3's ending through an open letter to all players of the game. He humbly accepted criticism and acknowledged the valid principles behind some of the more prevalent complaints. He also promised that in April, we'd be hearing more about, quote, game content initiatives that would address some of the fans' concerns, notably those of narrative clarity and closure. So, by the sound, no one knows what it is, but basically DLC is coming. Yeah. Did you play it all the way through yet? I haven't played it at all. I haven't played it all the way through. I'm still playing multiplayer stuff. Okay. But um, I'm hoping to get done with it before DLC comes out so I can... So you can see the real get, ending? Get the experience that, that everyone else has of hating it, so and you, then I'll... So you can get your anger on? And you know, you can, I, I've talked to some people who completed it that aren't disappointed. I think live blogging I think it. what it is is there's certain people that had certain decisions... That they're, you know, they had a, they had an, they had an expectation and it wasn't met. And I think that's they're just looking for certain expectations. Do you think it's a product of their bad decisions? Is that? <laughs> I'm not going to say that. No, <laughs> I will. Uh, 
But you, uh, it you, might. It's it, all you. It, it might be. It might be that they just have expectations from from their decisions. They've decided to to play it a certain way, and that was the that was the fun of Mass Effect and Mass Effect Two is you know your decisions had consequences and big ones. So and and very big ones. So in the end, you want to see all those decisions you made kind of come to fruition and. And everything really cool happens. So, do you think maybe it's just like with everything in life, people have unrealistic expectations of what they think it's going to be, and then when they're met with it, they're like, "Oh, well, this isn't what I was hoping for." Absolutely. But in a video game world, you're kind of escaping there to get away from yeah, life. So, sure, you want you want you know the amazing thing to happen. But so. as much as as much as video games are fictional, they still reflect areas of real life. Otherwise, we wouldn't get drawn into them as much as we do. Yeah. Well, the way I see it is, unless the ending is the Dallas, it was all a dream, and Bobby's in the shower. Oh, God, that one. Then the ending is up to the writers. And you can you can have your opinion on it, but to to lobby to change it. I think only half of our audience is old enough to remember that reference. You know, you, you know, the... (laughs) The game is wrong. The story is wrong. It's their story. Because it's not how I want it to end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's still an RPG, which which is supposed to let you kind of guide the story a little bit. It's supposed to be a little bit of a choose your own adventure thing. Sure, and I guess there's what six to eight endings, something like that. Because uh, some, someone put all the endings out in like one big fell swoop, and I saw there was like eight different things you could choose. So okay. was, there's a lot of endings. So there you go, eight choices. But there's with, with more to come. Pay and more to come. Closure. That maybe that's it. Maybe there's maybe it ends with no closure. I don't know. Maybe, We're talking maybe, out of our ass. They're saying, yeah, we'll have to play the game. But yeah, they're saying there's no closure. We know not of what we speak. There is an old pub called The Hobbit in Southampton that was under threat from the film company that controls the licensing for the Tolkien canon. After a public outcry, the company agreed to sell the pub a license to go on using the name it had held for decades. Stephen Fry and Ian McKellen, who are both in the Hobbit movie, decided that this was stupid. So they paid the license fee themselves for the pub. Oh, good for them. Sir Ian, who plays Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings films, described the film company's actions as, quote, unnecessary pettiness, and Fry's, uh, Spry <laughs> said it was self-defeating bullying. So Now, was it Tolkien's camp, or was it, like, New Line Cinema? Uh, somewhere in the middle. Someone that actually obtained a, a side license. Okay. So... Probably, uh, a no, I meant, uh, yeah, that, that was going after them. I think is uh, it was, what it handles d- the movies. It wasn't the, yeah, it wasn't the family. Right. And okay. it didn't seem to be Peter Jackson's. No. But it was like some. So. Some lawyers I, in the I middle. Thought, like, I thought oh, I wrote the name of the thing here. down. And I guess yeah. I didn't write na- the Tolkien name of the company. Enterprises I know Tolkien's family. used to be it was owned like, by st- Saul Zance. And, and that was where a lot of the. <clears throat> The, the Rankin Bass and the, the back she came from. And I believe it was that... that Saul Zantz sounds very familiar. Yeah, yeah. And I think that company is what works with Jackson on this. Okay, then that I think that I, is I that believe, one. if I recall, that that's old information for me, though. Working hard to recall. According to the IHS Screen Digest this year, more people will stream movies over the internet than watch them on DVDs. <clears throat> However, though this is a monumental, although unsurprising landmark for internet streaming... Screen Day just notes that people will still be spending far less money streaming movies over the internet than watching them on DVD, even though they'll be streaming movies over the internet much more. Screen Digest says that the number of movies, either purchased or rented online via outlets like iTunes and Netflix, will grow 135% this year to $3.4 billion 
but people will only spend $1.72 billion on digital movies and will spend around $11.1 billion on DVDs and Blu-rays. Obviously, we're moving to a streaming society, but it seems DVD market is still making enough money to warrant its own existence for now. Yeah, I DVD love DVDs. DVD and Blu-ray sales are still continuing to go up, but uh, well, I even can't. so is streaming, too. I can't get the weird. same experience from streaming I can from a DVD still. Yeah, there's yeah, uh, yeah there's still all the director stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's there's the accessibility anytime, ex- yeah, even that if extra your internet's content. down. There's portability. There's the point. The, the, the point for me right now is that, and I, this is going to be the way for the next five years or so, it's getting to where portable players... And the incorporation of DVD players into other um, devices is going to be so streamlined and cheap that you're going to be able to use that media in other ways in the future. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can stick a DVD in your your, uh, newfangled... Refrigerator, pretty soon. Well, no, really, a, you know. Yeah, but you and you, you own the DVD. Precisely. I mean, I still yeah. remember yeah. that movie night I was going to have with a friend. We were going to watch Demolition Man on Netflix, and they had pulled it out of circulation. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, we. That's because um, if I'm not mistaken, that's one of the ones that was distributed by Stars. I believe you're correct, sir. And uh, there you go. And stars yanked all of But if films. I'd owned the DVD, right, you it wouldn't just have been an in. issue at all. Well, right. I guess you can't always bet on black. Well, and what's what's interesting, too... Uh, <laughs> right actor, wrong film. Uh, from a purely Please, technical... Passenger 57 and Demolition Man are practically the same movie. <laughs> Why? Because they and both the part when Wesley the stewardess Snipes. goes, let's go lick his ass. He's like, oh, man. Let's go lick his ass. Met, met well, that's his from match Demo. and kicked his ass. Oh, is that what... Bullock says she says yeah. lick his ass. Yeah, yeah. She, you, you matched his meat. You really licked his ass. I have got to get that soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say from a from your purely <laughs> ringtone. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say from a purely technological standpoint, um, they have done. Uh, I say they many uh, reviewers have done side by side comparisons of HD streaming. From Netflix, uh, from um, from Apple, uh, from iTunes rather, and because of the compression that they use for the streaming, you still get a much better picture on a Blu-ray 1080p output than you do the 1080p output from the streaming. Makes sense. Because, so Blu-ray's a new vinyl, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, Thank you, it's, it's not fading Thank away you. as fast as vinyl did because of the vinyl. digital. Well, no, no, no. I'm, so I'm, I'm using oh. it in the terms of audiophiles yeah. oh, yeah, who, yeah. Who, who hate the lossy formats yeah. of digital. And vinyl's coming and, back. Yeah. Well, video files absolutely are boycotting, to an extent, streaming because they're saying, look, you get much dip, deeper colors, you get better picture quality and better sound by using the, DV, the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. rather than by streaming it. And yes, you, there's the convenience of yeah. streaming, but... And throw the, in commentaries yeah. and all the other things you can do, I would, I'm would. i happy to pay. Well, they've even said Blu-ray. it's it's a much better value because yeah. of all the extra content yeah. and the quality of the picture. Sure. I, like, I like the accessibility and ease of Netflix, <laughs> but if I like something enough on Netflix, I'll buy a physical copy of oh, it. Oh, yeah, too. absolutely. It works as much as a commercial for me. Sure. Try it you before know. you buy. Precisely. Sure. Well, the whole—I mean—that's a big thing. That's a big thing in the writing community. It's like science fiction, fantasy. There are a lot of people 
who are putting up preview shit and shit, whole novels up for free. For free yeah. And yeah. they find that it drives their sales. People, Absolutely. You know, the whole intuitive, capitalistic, oh, people won't buy. Mm. No, it drives sales. Yeah. There's a story of a, of a Monty Python skit that was put on YouTube. And Amazon, for a brief time, the Monty Python set on Amazon <laughs> Spiked, just just really, skyrocketed. Just because that one, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Well, it's, it's like uh, why Neil Gaiman has no problem with people pirating his books because he's like, this builds a reader that I would never have before. They like my stuff. They will then buy my stuff in the future because they like my work. Right. Because as old as he is, the man gets it. Yeah. Well, it's one of those. That's one like one of the oldest marketing techniques ever. Is like you give away a little bit up front. People like it; they're gonna keep buying it. Damn right. I mean, it's Correct the whole—it's the whole drug addict thing, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like first taste is free. And then once you've got them hooked, so let's go lick his back. ass. That <laughs> 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 taste is not free. For <laughs> <laughs> a steep price. Teenage Ace. alien ninja turtle. Ace deep. <laughs> Corn and Mexican food infused rice. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Thanks for classing it up, Paul. <laughs> I'm here for a reason. You need to eat more vegetables. I need to eat more vegetables. More vegetables. Yeah, man. No. <laughs> that stuff goes right through you. It'll clean you out. I want to stay bound up like a cat in a cage. <laughs> that explains a lot, really. My Lord G.I. is like a cheese cellar. <laughs> you and Elvis. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Mr. Impacted Colin over here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's I eat plenty of vegetables. It's so hard to get them back Liar. in the wheelchair, though. <laughs> oh, we're going down memory lane, folks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jesus. After having launched their first original series, Lillehammer, and after having announced their second original series, Orange is the New Black, Netflix has now officially announced their third original series, Hemlock Grove. The third show, which is a horror series, is set to launch sometime in 2013. <laughs> Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. And will be one of five original series Netflix aims to have available by next year. Netflix uh, continues to collect prominent figures in the media space for their original series, as Little Hammer stars Steve Van Sant of Sopranos fame, and the second original series, Orange is the New Black, will be executive produced by Weeds creator Genji Kohan. The new announced series, Hemlock Grove, stars Famke Jansen of X-Men fame and Bill Skarsgård. The story is set in a Pennsylvania steel town and follows a young girl's murder whose mysterious killer could be any number of creepy characters or creatures. Hemlock Grove is based on a novel by Brian McGreevy. It will be directed and executive produced by Eli Roth, who not only acted in Inglorious Bastards, but created the gut-wrenching Hostel franchise. On top of these three new series, remember, before Arrested Development hits theaters with its movie, will first debut as a new, though limited, series on Netflix. And rumors are floating that Netflix might pick up the ABC drama The River. If Netflix does manage to land the river, it could be a safe haven for canceled shows, which just about every show with a cult following could use. They were offered Terra Nova and passed. Well, they have a little bit of sense. <laughs> Terra Nova, indeed. I wonder why they would pick up the river. I mean, I thought it, it, it pretty well... I mean, yeah, the ending was wide open, and I won't give it away if there's anybody that hasn't seen it, but 
thing. It if, there's, of... if there's anyone out there Master who might have missed the river, if <laughs> anyone didn't see this show, the, for the two of you... <laughs> it was a good show. I was a little I didn't even know with... what the fuck it was. It I've was... only seen the first two episodes, but yeah, I was really, I was brought in. I like it. I just, I, I felt a little let down by the ending, but, you know, it, it left it open for the series to continue, even though they pitched it as, it's only eight episodes, and when it's done, it's done. Mm. They, they did lied. leave it open, yeah, for a second season, so. Fomke Jansen and Eli Roth. Mmm, yuck. <laughs> What's wrong with Eli Roth? What's um, wrong with Famka Jansen? I don't like his stuff of late. I wish he'd do more of the rotten fruit claymation stuff that he used to do. That stuff was awesome. Never Cab- saw it. Cabin Fever Extra on a DVD. It's oh, really okay. funny. Yeah, it's like this hardcore punk band made of fruit called the Rotten Fruit. With a rotten fruit. With a rotten fruit. It's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The legal battle between Warner Brothers and the estates of Superman creators Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster over the copyright of The Man of Steel has been raging for more than a decade. Warner Brothers is taking steps to win the fight once and for all. The copyright battle began back in 1999 when Siegel's widow filed a copyright termination notice on Superman that ignited a long fight with Warner Communications, parent company of both DC Comics and Warner Brothers. In 2008, the Siegel family reclaimed it's half of the copyright of the character, and the Schuster family is scheduled to get the other half in 2013. But that doesn't mean Warner Brothers is going down without a fight. The studio recently filed a 117-page appeal in the Ninth Circuit Court asking that all previous rulings in the case, including those that gave copyright back to the Siegel and Schuster families, be reversed and that the case be brought to full open trial. Quote, the case presents an unusually broad array of doctrinal, factual, and procedural issues, but much of the case reduces to a familiar proposition, a deal is a deal, said Daniel Petrelli, who represents Warner Brothers in the case. Yeah. The appeal claims that uh, Siegel's daughter, Laura Siegel Larson, reneged on a deal with DC Comics that would have, quote, guaranteed the family many millions of dollars in cash royalties and other compensation. The family's decision to go back out of such a deal was apparently backed up by a court, but Warner Brothers isn't happy about that, claimed that doing so was casting aside established California contract law principles, principles essential to the entertainment industry where many business deals are never formalized. Deadline predicts that this is the beginning of a heated exchange of statements between two parties, followed by a return to court for the case this summer or fall. Siegel and Schuster themselves won an annual stipend of $20,000 for life in the 70s when they launched a massive PR campaign protesting their treatment by DC Comics. But it looks like things won't be that simple for their families. This battle is going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, So just when the light was there for the families. Oh, well. Well, I mean, how long are they going to keep dragging these things out, man? Until people are dead. Until they win. Yeah, well, until they I mean, win. Until, until who wins? I mean, until Warner until Brothers wins. wins. Yeah. yeah, simple as that. The, the company's the got terrorists. The company's got way more money than the family ever will. Well, and they sure. Have, they have, mm-hmm. That's why this lawsuit's coming back again because mm-hmm. deep pockets have pulled enough strings to make it happen again. That's it. But I, just, I, my, my question is, what is the family's claim on this? I mean, I, they got their names back on the everything that has Superman in it has to say created by. Right. They get money for that. But the uh, but they want to regain ownership yeah. of the copyright. That's exactly it. Which was something that they were. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Siegel and Schuster were originally hired to create this character 
for DC Comics, right? It wasn't something they created on the side and then presented to DC Comics, and DC Comics said, let's let's do this. A lot of that stuff at the time was considered work for hire. Sure. Okay, so... In fact, just about everything up until somewhere in the 80s, I believe. Yeah. So they were hired to produce yeah. something for DC Comics, which they did, and now they want to take ownership for the people that hired them to create it for them. Well, well, actually, be perfectly honest, to have this discussion, we should nail down exactly what the situation was okay. in creating Superman. Because, um, you know, I, don't I mean, because I mean, in the end, the, the, the families got fucked. Uh, Siegel and Schuster did get fucked because they created something that was extremely valuable and, sure. and really, really sure. had incredible merchandising potential, and they got fucked out of everything that they had at least the germinating start with. So, and and the whole creator's rights thing has been complicated over time. Uh, now everyone individually negotiating what they own, what they don't own sure. with these when they come in. Although there's ironies abound, like Image, the Spawn creator's rights where mm -hmm. Todd McFarlane is having work-for-hire issues with other creators when they jumped on Spawn and created stuff. And sure. In fact, uh, Neil Gaiman just uh, uh, just won a uh, lawsuit yeah. for his Spawn yeah. characters. So, Angela, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Medieval Spawn, because that was originally his, wasn't it? Probably so. Not which which does that technically, that, may, that would that count to uh, Cogliostro as well? Because uh, he I, is the I, Medieval I, Spawn? I, um. No, because wasn't Cogliostro McFarlane's original character? Whatever retroing thing they do he, afterward him, doesn't him, matter. I guess. But the point is, the yeah. point is, is that image, which was founded on the whole Creator we own control, our things yeah. and everything, yeah. and, and then these being, guys came in, and uh, and it it just shows you how incredibly layered and complicated it gets. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nuts. Well, I mean, I, no. and they did. I mean, you know, and the, there were there were settlements with the Seagulls and Schuster. Sure, but yeah, I, several thing, of them, as I recall. One thing I've heard, and of course, you know, while we're podcasting, let's be a little responsible. I have heard, I haven't researched enough, is that there is an individual uh, attorney who is involved in these things, and he keeps getting involved, and. And it's because and of him. He's making a lot of money doing it. Um, yeah, Torgo. That's what you said. <laughs> so yeah, that's but, what I said. But I don't know the specifics who this person is because this person also got involved with someone else's fight in another comic book property recently, and, and mm. people have been like, oh, you know, there he goes again. So hmm. well, I, I mean, not that I'm like taking the side of a giant corporation against the little guy, and I'm just I want to understand this whole, you know, if if you were hired to create something, right. For a company, and you do that. At what point do you say I did what I was hired to do, and let it go, and then saying that well, no, I created this for them. I was paid to do this, but I should be able to own that, even though they, I, I did, I was hired to create this for them, but I should own it. That's where I'm, I'm sure. trying to get into this whole, you know, sure. and, and, and I'm how actually long. Not, I'm actually not totally in on the Siegel Schuster Superman thing. Yeah, because I, I remember whole, them talking, a whole book written, hearing the whole sure. thing. Yeah, about how they created, they came up with the ideas, things they wanted to do, where they and sure. And I, I did they take it to um, DC National, whatever the fuck it was at the time, or were they already working there when they came up with this property? So. Right. So that's uh, that's all I want to know. It's like you know if. You know, if they created this on their own and they mm -hmm. wanted to own it in perpetuity, you know, fine, whatever. You know, keep right. having your family. But at the same time, you know. The recent fight with Kirkman and his collaborator yeah. for Walking Dead. 
-hmm. It's like it's constantly happening, and and big corporations aren't even a part of it now. Yeah. Just, it just only, money. I mean, yeah, it's just when money gets involved. When there's <laughs> enough money involved, then yeah. it then it explodes. And yeah. more than anything, it's those outside forces that get in people's ears and go, "Hey, you should be making a skillion dollars." I'll yeah. bet you that's Meanwhile, what, I if anything, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Because mm -hmm. I mean, you yeah, know, individual. I'm sure at the but time again, they're like, if you like, let's take the uh, ghostwriter creator. Sure. If you are now penniless and you have. You are the instigator and creator of this multi-million dollar property. Sure. And you're receiving nothing for it. In fact, getting sued because you're drawing the character at cons. Well, that's that's going above and beyond. Or, excuse me. That's, but but that's still, that, 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 that is an answer to your question on at what point. Yeah. Because you establish ownership. Sure. And why can't they sit there and say, you can't draw our character that you I created? I get that. So... That's one reason why I kind of, I, I mean, well, I knee-jerk side against corporations any day sure. of the week anyway, but right. in, in that case, you know, it does, it'll, mm -hmm. it'll, it starts getting stupid and insane. Mm -hmm. Don't dream about that character, or an elf <laughs> will come out of your closet and hit you with a stick. Mm. You signed the contract. Right, uh, Brandon Sanderson is the uh, author who was selected to finish off the popular Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels after Robert Jordan passed away. And, of course, he's a legitimate author in his own right with a New York Times top ten series called Mistborn. <laughs> Sanderson has announced on his own blog that he's teaming up with Little Orbit Games to turn Mistborn's setting into a video game. The game is set as sort of a prequel to the books taking place hundreds of years in the past, Sanders says he's been impressed by Little Orbit from working with them so far, and while there's not a lot of information on the game yet, he says the company envisioned the game the same way I have always had, unquote. Sanderson will be staying away from the actual game's design, but he'll be writing the plot and dialogue. Mistborn Birthright is due out on video game platforms later in 2013. Now, that's interesting because Mistborn was actually... His attempt, Sanderson's interesting because he just loves epic fantasy, mm -hmm. but he takes all these ideas and applies them to them, you know, just, oh, I'm going to, in the case of Mistborn, one of the things was he wanted a wuxia <coughs> uh, combat martial arts feel to a Western European medieval fantasy. Okay. And he created this whole thing in Mistborn to do that. So in terms of a video game, that sounds like a very good fit. And he's smart enough and hip enough that he, he is clued in. I listen to their podcast writing excuses every week. And, and he's very on, you know, they, they talk about video games when they talk about various things that they do. So he knows a lot of stuff. So that would actually be very interesting. Cool. Sweet. Mm. Uh, Chloe Morenz, uh, best known for playing Hit Girl in Hit the violent girl. action comedy Kick-Ass, as well as the haunting horror film Let Me In. She's been confirmed for the title role in the new film version of Carrie. Based on Stephen King's first novel, published in 1974, Carrie was adapted for the screen in 1976 by filmmaker Brian De Palma with Sissy Spacek in the title role of a shy high school student who uses her emerging telekinetic powers to take revenge on her tormentors. Both Spacek and Piper Laurie, who played Carrie's religious fanatic mother, earned Academy Award nominations for their performance. Kimberly Pierce, who did Boys Don't Cry and Stop Loss, will direct the film from a screenplay by Roberto Aguirre Scaza, a writer and producer on Glee and Big Love. So this is the second reboot for Carrie now? Well, it depends if you count that uh, TV, made-for-TV show. That would be the third one, right? Because there was a theatrical Carrie not long ago that wasn't a sequel. It was essentially a remake. Mm -hmm. What, ten years ago? And there was also Carrie 2. 
Well, which was a kind of a, a reboot so, in its own so right. This Horrible, would be, but a reboot. You know, if we, I guess if we want to get technical, this would be like the fourth reboot then, right? If you count that one, yeah. yeah. There's uh, also a line of uh, blood-drenched plush dolls coming out called the <laughs> Carrie Bears. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck <Craziness>. that shit. <laughs> Tenacious D's The Rise of the Phoenix drops May 15th, 2012. The band has announced a 16-date U.S. tour in support of the Are album. Are coming here? That will begin June 23rd, 2012. I don't know if they're coming here or not. That'd be fun to get They have the released their first video online about the six years that have happened between <laughs> now and the, and the Tenacious D movie Yeah. to fill in the story <laughs> in between. And unfortunately, you cannot watch it on your mobile device. No, it, I tried. I, I saw a link for it earlier, and I'm like, oh, let me watch this. So I click on it, and it goes, this uh, it, it, it's the Tenacious D official channel on YouTube, but it goes to YouTube, and it says, this user has not, uh, 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 oh, it's something not formatted dance. to play on mobile. Yeah, yeah. It said this user has not formatted this video to play on mobile devices, huh. and I was very disappointed. So video now has I had to, Val Kilmer in it. Uh, it I don't know. I wasn't able to watch it. I did. I got to see Because I was out and good? about. I wasn't yeah, where very, I could just go watch it on my tablet or on very my, funny. my computer. Yeah, it's very D. Good. It's very D. Good, good, good. I'll have to watch They're it They're great. And back in early 2000, Kevin Smith, then at the height of his popularity as a filmmaker, saw the launch of a primetime animated mm. series based on his debut feature, the <laughs> 1994 cult classic comedy Clerks. This is great. The animated yeah, series great. hit the airwaves on May 31st, 2000. Viewers were actually watching the show's fourth episode. The next week, the intended second episode aired, but since it contained many references to the unaired first episode, the show's audience was left utterly perplexed. Yeah. Uh, lousy ratings for both episodes resulted in the network quickly canceling the series. But now it looks wow. like Clerks, the animated series, may be following the leads of other canceled, unjustly primetime cartoon series that build up a sizable cult following after their forced departure. A follower of Smith's Twitter feed expressed their admiration for the Clerks cartoon, and Smith responded with a surprising revelation. Quote from his Twitter, via at Just Reboot, Clerks cartoon was brilliant. I rewatch it bi-monthly. At Miramax 2.0 and I are hoping to give you new episodes weekly next year. Nice. That would wow. be awesome. Mm. That, that animated series is really, really good. That was yeah, it good. is. I was so disappointed when they, when they aired it. On TV, on, it was on ABC, right? Yeah, I remember tuning and, in and going, "It's time!" Yes, and and watching it, and then I think the second, it, like the two episodes followed back to back, and then there, for some reason it was off for like two weeks. And then it was and done. Then came and then it came back and it was just done. Yeah, and it was like, what the hell just happened? And yeah, it was so confusing because he, he talked about how he could have been a, a big fish in a small pond if he went to cable, but he wanted to put the exposure out there, yeah. and in doing so. he kind of shot himself in the foot. Well, well it's like ABC didn't even know back, what to though. do with it. No. Yeah. It's coming back. But the good thing is that um, Miramax no longer owned by Disney. Right. And so he's no longer beholden to the Disney franchise, so he's able to get a little fouler with it good. if he wants to do. So he's got all those dams that were holding him back have just been breached. Comedy Central replayed it for a while there, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe it was Cartoon <coughs> Network. It was Cartoon Network or Comedy Central. One yeah. of them replayed the series yeah. and regardless of which channel it was the, the repeats were some of their highest rated uh, programming for that time slot and day so let's face it Adult Swim is 
be perfect for it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. And yeah. if they put that on Adult Swim, I guarantee you it'll go on for at least a couple of years. Yep. He's got two good seasons in it. Easy. Batman, uh, Mosier is now writing for uh, the the new Spider-Man cartoon. The Unlimited? Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah, Ultimate. Oh, Ultimate. The new so, Ultimate? So okay. he's writing. So, I haven't so, seen Ultimate yet. I have another. Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't come out till. Yeah. Oh, well, then there you yeah. go. So, so what we're saying, folks, is go it. buy the Clerks animated series DVDs and watch. It's it. true. Yeah. Five bucks now, isn't it? And not only that, it's, it's, there's only six episodes. Like five yeah. or ten dollars. It's, it's super cheap. It's not a long good. watch, but it will leave you wanting more. But it is full of special features. Yep. It's commentary in each one that's absolutely hilarious. Your Honor, I'd like to call George Lucas. Mm. <laughs> one of the it. finest moments I what is it. happening now Barry's driving car how can this be how can this be car transformer oh no so Axel Foley so, Judge Reinhold so good so good oh how can this be the, the guest voice cast in that is just fantastic mm-hmm. yeah. you got Alec Baldwin it was Alec there. Baldwin doing his 30 Rock guy before yeah. he became before, 30 yeah, Rock before guy before he did the 30 Rock guy <laughs> yeah Corporate and, yeah. blowhard, yeah, uh, and all of the original cast re- reappear to do their voices in the series. So I mean, yeah, it's it just sounded so, right. It's brilliantly done, and the animation is is it's perfect for it for that type of series. It it's, it looks a little off, but it's 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 cartoony it's and it's presented cartoony. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. Yep. Wish they'd have done more. Well, they will. They will. I know. Maybe. Uh, or Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. There's there's always <laughs> snags in these things, but hopefully they get past those. And, and, and let's it face on. it, Kevin's got his fingers in a lot of pies right now. So mm-hmm. no he's a very, very he's busy He's filling man. every slot. He's a busy man. <laughs> yes. What about you? It. What slots are you filling? Write us comments at UglyCouchShow.com and watch The Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Keep liking us on the Facebookies. And that's all I got. That's all I got. You got something? Anybody? Nope. Yeah, you want it? No, I need your chance. Some slots it's your still. tickets it's to your Batman chance to Grandstand. Live now. Oh, I did get my tickets to Batman Live. Did you buy it? A couple days ago, yeah. They're selling out? Oh, yes. Because I'm seeing ads for it all over what, town what now. What night are you guys going? No, we I haven't just, even we seen should. any ads, so I don't... I'm, I'm well, going. I've seen them on the billboards. I've seen commercials on TV and billboards, yeah. So I'm recorded. I recorded like a morning news program. Where is it? in a media bubble. It's going to be at the Thomas & Mack. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not till October, but the tickets are on sale now, and I believe that's only two days worth of performances. Four days, I think. Is it four? Third, four or five? Third to the yeah. was it? Third to the sixth? Third to the eighth? Yeah, third to the um, eighth sounds right. I think it was five nights or something well, like that. At any rate, it's uh, the fact that they're advertising it now and saying tickets are on sale now will probably lead to sellouts. So. I hope so. Get in on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hope so, too. The, the I just commercial want to get tickets preview before they sell out. <laughs> Exciting. Look a little Disney on ice, little, but what are yeah, you going to do? It is, yeah. It is, it's going to be dancing. Yeah. It's going to be dancing. And I'll take it. Yeah. There's no, still there's think no, it there's no Rackney good. in this. It's going to be fun. The clips I've seen, even with the dancing, I still want to It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's gonna, well, yeah. I don't know about good. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> the Bat God comes down. I have to believe it's going to be good, damn it. Yeah. Believe when what you Batman want. bites Robin on his neck and gives him his back <laughs> oh, No! <laughs> you might have to turn Frederick Wortham stands up and goes, See, I told you! Oh, fuck, I told you! <laughs> All the you. time, I was telling you. You never listen to me. Holy hickeys, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And just Michael. Yeah, we, you know what? Oh. No, I was going to say. Yeah, but fully musical it up.
No. Yeah, just no songs. Music with but the Batman. I, you yeah. know the songs like, with that dance. It, it, uh, it's, it, it's acrobatic. The dance. It's okay. I'm okay with that. The Batuzi. Oh, really? No. You went that deep into no. the lexicon? Because the that's what you're gonna end up with. That's what you're gonna end up with. They, we we had the Batman musical. Got to do the okay. Bat yeah, TV series with Adam West. Exactly. Yes. You don't. You, we don't need it again. Nah, you don't have to cheese it up. Go go go, Burton. Isn't Burton, going Burton cheesing it up? Not, not, okay, I don't bit. like anything Burton's bit. doing right now. No, you don't. You don't want no, no. Dark Shadows for you. Dark Shadows. I looked I at it. I haven't liked anything was, Burton's uh, done in decades. I know. Alice in Wonderland. Eh. Alice in Wonderland was okay. Willy Wonka. Oh my goodness. Wow, the Burton it was coming. Wow, it was okay. Meh. I didn't mind Alice in Wonderland. I liked it. Okay, oh, the whole thing was just oh, it was yeah. like Sweeney Todd. That was actually, awesome. That actually, was good. Sweeney that was Todd good. was amazing. I have no I, reference. I made a liar of myself. Sweeney Todd was great. So Sweeney Todd was awesome. You know what I mean? Like he's he's doing some good work still. I, I have few and faith far in Dark between. Eh, few and far between, but no, I don't. I don't know. He's. I mean, the guy's. I don't know. I he lost me on Planet of the Apes. That's when I was. Yeah, like, we were yeah, all hurt oh, by yeah. that. One. You mm. you are wrong for doing that. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. He's still he's still a creative genius. Has made some of the some of my most favorite things in the world. So there you go. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Dark yeah. Shadows. Saw yeah. the saw the trailer. Eh. Oh, I also want to say, uh, watch regular show, Adventure Time as well, but regular show is fucking hilarious. On what channel? It's on Cartoon Network. Okay. Yeah, like on the daytime. It's a Blue Jay and a raccoon. Watching. It's goddamn hilarious. Uh, Tim Heidecker. I, I, I have it. The idea sells it itself. Awesome. <laughs> again, again, Paul's idea of funny, folks, may not be your idea of funny. See, what amazes me is it's you so don't good. do drugs. How do you like this stuff? It's so good. This stuff that's like, you've got you've to be You have an excellent point. The, the, the type of programs stuff. he loves are the type of programs that people always tell me, dude, you got to be high to watch this. And I'm yeah, like, well, I don't I get know. high, so... Maybe that's why I'm not getting You just got to be high or Paul. Or Paul. Or Paul. Uh, I don't do drugs because I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like I, it's, there was, there was a, there was a, there was a comic. I got to find out who this comic was because I've quoted this thing time and again. I can't remember who the guy was. But he said, no, he said, uh, he said he didn't imbibe in drugs or alcohol because he dared not mess with the thin tether that holds him to this reality <laughs> it's like yes i agree that's where i'm at man it's like i'm just barely here anyway so i'm not gonna mess with my perceptions so don't do drugs be paul don't do drugs but watch regular show Ooh, it's funny oh it's so funny Woo! just say paul just say paul yes and just say regular oh. show Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric uh, does one of the voices. Okay. And it's just him, just his voice. Very in family there. It's so good. That show's so good. Mordecai and Rigby. They're too, they're, oh, they're so funny. Uh, sounds like an early Beatles song. <laughs> they do act like a couple of, go- they do act like a couple of goofball stoners, but it's so funny. It's so funny. Probably because they're a couple of goofball it's stoners. They hunt. Really. It's really funny. It's really not. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> You've seen it already? You know this? I, I've, I know the show he's talking about. I did it while I was house-sitting. Oh, okay. It's so yeah. good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Heroes in a half-shell Turtle power